Hello and welcome to the Zip Code Plays. A collection of original audio plays brought to you by Antius Theatre Company. As always, we want to take a moment to acknowledge that this piece was written, performed, and takes place on the traditional land of the Gabrielino Tongva peoples. I'm your host, ensemble member Ramon Diocampo, and in each episode, a writer from the Antius Playwrights Lab explores one of the many vibrant and diverse neighborhoods in our great city. Now, just in case you don't know what our Playwrights Lab is, it's worth repeating. Every Tuesday night at Antius, in person, or virtually, of course, our playwrights and actors gather to work on brand new plays. Writers bring in pages, actors bring in skills, and a creative workshop ensues. Each year we present live staged readings of six of the plays, in a series we call Lab Results. And through that process, full productions are born. As part of our new Classics initiative, we're continuing to support writers with our next commissions, roundtables, and completion commissions. At Antius, we love the written word. We also love a little history. And in this episode, we head back to 1925, to a central part of Los Angeles, once known as Edendale, which, long before Hollywood, was the center of filmmaking on the West Coast. The era's biggest stars, from Charlie Chaplin to Gloria Swanson to Fatty Arbuckle, worked in the studios there. We find ourselves at radio station KFSG, broadcasting in 1925 from inside the Angelus Temple in 90026 Echo Park, $10 and a tambourine, by Mildred Inez Lewis. KFSG <laughs> Echo Lake, you're a delight. Billy, sister needs a moment. <sighs> Today, friends, we celebrate the anniversary of our beloved radio station KFSG. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, today our show, yeah. Brothers and sisters, today our church without walls has flourished for a year. Good. We're receiving birthday greetings from as far away as Australia. That's right. We've beamed messages of hope across the mighty Pacific. Imagine what the disciples could have accomplished with this wonderful, wonderful tool of radio. Why, I believe that... 
Sister McPherson? Are you man or ghost? I prefer spirit. Father, if this is a vision, give me a sign. If it's an intruder, let me quickly lay hands on my forty-five. Please, I didn't mean to startle you. The congregation's not allowed upstairs, dear brother. We have anything you might need on the first floor. Clothing, blankets, food, no questions asked. No precious soul has to leave Angela's temple without his dignity. Mm, You're not afraid of me. Why would I be? You haven't forgotten our principles. A church should welcome people of all colors. Reverend Seymour? Yes, Sister Amy. Impossible. Nothing's impossible if we believe. You should know that by now. You've seen wonders. True, but I listened to your funeral on the radio. Well, you didn't ask to give remarks. We weren't as close as we used to be. Well, maybe you'd forgotten that I was the first one to bring you to the City of Angels. (laughs) I guess you were too busy to see an old country preacher off. All I can offer is an apology. Accepted. I don't mean to be difficult, but may I ask how you come to be here? (laughs) I'm trapped in a kind of purgatory. I get glimpses of your world. Sometimes I'm sent back. Have you seen him? The angels? Not yet. I hope to. There's no certainty beyond the veil, only more mysteries. Forgive me, but what you say sounds incredible. If you believe me to be a fraud. Oh, no, of course not. Forgive me. It's not my forgiveness you need. The living, on the other hand. Yes, of course. Put a call to Sister William J. Seymour on my calendar. Oh, big time. I have to do it that way or I'll forget. I get so busy, I don't eat, and then I wake in the middle of the night starving, but I'm too tired to get up. When I open my eyes the next morning, I see stars. Sometimes I feel almost delirious. Sister, you're still a woman, a weaker vessel. With your particular history, you need be careful. It would not do for you to have another breakdown. I hope you haven't been sent just to find fault. Why I've been sent, we have to discover. But remember, those whom we love, we chasten. I get more than enough chastening, from ministers of lofty Miracle Mile churches to storefront preachers, but their people sneak here for what they need. I'm not just talking about food. Busyness opens the door to the evil one. You need to measure your steps. I can't stop for perfection. This is what we dreamed of. Winning souls by the tens of thousands. You have to make allowances for the pressures. Ah, I understand those pressures all too well. I've served thousands too, remember? Of course. Your revivals went around the clock. For three years, without a staff or big building. Just simple worship for committed people. How did you carry the weight, Reverend? Teach me. I'm afraid everyone has to find their own path. My only regret is that I didn't spend enough time with my wife as a woman, not just my partner in the ministry. You have to think of your children. Maybe you should take a step back. If I can't preach, I'll die. You'll die if you keep on like this. There are things you could stop. Like? Like hobnobbing with the likes of Charlie Chaplin. He's a rich and prideful man. Please, don't be closed-minded. The little tramp's a riot. His pictures are good, clean fun. Nah, show people are only a step away from being flesh peddlers. The people don't come to see him. They come to see me. Then there's your problem. It's not a problem. It's an opportunity. My efforts could change these men, fill them with holy fire. Maybe they'll change you. These men want publicity. You don't seem to realize that you're bigger than all of them. You're a star. 
The cross is the star. But your picture's plastered on the front of this building. <sighs> Everything you do should point people toward God and Him alone. Reverend. You must repent. I sincerely don't believe I have anything to repent for. I've only sought Him. As you wish. He gives us free will. Oh, don't be like that. I feel so alone. My mother's a blessing, but she can't be my mother and my children's father. I love my children more than I love my own life, but the parishioners are my children, too. I'm doing the best I can for all of them. Your congregants, nickels and dimes, have built you a fine edifice. A new Eden in Edendale. Edens are always targets. Who could object to what I'm doing? You're not the only one with a vision for Los Angeles. If men who really run this city... The mayor is a friend. There's much you don't understand, sister. I'm talking about the real powers behind the throne. Men like Mulholland. If they begin to understand the power that comes through you, they'll either try to stop it or bend it to their own ends. Show God you trust him above all. Then you'll be safe. Tell me what I should do. Take the deed for this building out of your name. Put it in the name of the church. <laughs> no, sir, Reverend. If they decide to throw us out, where would I take mother and the children? There's a practical dimension to faith. I learned that from watching you. After they stole your newspaper, things were never the same. Yeah, by the end, I was left with less than 30 people. I want what I'm building to last. I was given a vision for this place. I could see people relaxing by the water after service. We're on the edge of a desert. Do you know what it means for a boy to be able to fish? An old married couple to walk in the shade? People streamed to Los Angeles from all over the world only to find a city of lost angels. Angeles Temple is the Bible. For those people, Echo Lake is their portion. You would have lit my funeral on fire. If I'd showed up, it would have been a circus. Crowds follow me, and then the newsmen follow them. I would have had to make illegal U-turns to get there unnoticed. You know I'm not the best driver. <laughs> oh, it's good you can still laugh at yourself. Tell me, when do you study your word? I preach twice a day, every day, six times on Sunday. I have to study while I preach. I hope I didn't make a mistake bringing you here all those years ago. 1918. It feels like a lifetime ago. All the boys coming home from war. I was haunted by the ones too shattered to save. Mm -hmm. Your invitation came at just the right time. All I had was $10 and a tambourine. <laughs> and a tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> Almost time. Would you care to join me on air? Can you? If your listeners don't hear me, they'll think you're gone mad. Half of them already think that. Oh, I won't turn down a chance to have church. Follow my lead. Stop! Pull over and turn off your engines, folks. It's time to celebrate the first anniversary of KFSG for Square Gospel Radio. Officer Amy here. Today we have a very special guest, the Reverend William J. Seymour. You might not know his name, but he's the one-eyed Negro preacher who ignited our great movement. He's passed on, so you may not be able to hear him in the natural. <laughs> Covering your basis. But if you believe, you'll hear him in your heart. In tribute to him, I bring you a taste of the revivals of yesteryear to start our anniversary program. Clap along! <gasps> so, 
As you know, I like to begin our time with something to make us smile and forget our troubles. Aren't you forgetting something? What's that, Reverend? Speaking in tongues or the spirit will fall on the people. We save tongues for our healing sessions, Reverend. Those of you in Radio Land who are interested, tune in on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. You'll be amazed. You've lost the courage of your convictions. You're the reason why I'm languishing in purgatory. That can't be. I've planted a dozen churches and host services in five languages. If you're going to stay, hush. You didn't invite me. You can't make me leave. A true man of God would not want to interrupt the word. Oh, oh, ha, Don't be alarmed, friends. I was responding to our dearly departed Reverend Seymour. So, a believer left service one day and climbed the park stairs. Now, those who know the park know those stairs are no joke. He slipped and was saved only by grabbing a bush. There he lay, 230 stairs and certain death beneath him. A kind neighbor saw him and rushed to help, but our believer refused. No, he would be saved by calling out the name of the Lord. The neighbor tried to warn him that the old bush was starting to break free. He begged the believer, I'll pound this plank into the ground. You can use it as a stepping stone to get to safety. The believer refused to listen. The neighbor left. Then after some time, the bush gave. But he only fell a foot and a half. The neighbor had planted the wood beneath him before he left. The wood said to our believer, This is the Lord. You could have been home hours ago. So, you see, the Lord always hears us. Be like Moses. Go strike new rocks for fresh water for your faith journey. If you understand me, stretch out your arms toward the radio. You've received a fresh blessing on your life. But blessings don't come cheaply, friends. This radio station requires a great deal of funding. If you can, please send us a donation of whatever size. We don't care about the amount. We care about your heart. Only cheerful givers need apply. Now enjoy some music from our magnificent brass band. This is what all this finery has made you. A beggar for money. At the end, you served 20. It takes a good deal more to accommodate 5,000. New ways, the same gospel. The work we do shouldn't only be measured in numbers. Healthy things should blossom, not dwindle. That came out wrong? No, it merely struck the final blow. I was the one who had the vision for an interracial ministry, Sister Amy. I don't know why, but he chose me to bring the idea to fruition. I have an idea. On one hand, a homely, dark-skinned, one-eyed black man. Stop. I'd give the world to be back in Hong Kong with Roberta's father. My missionary days were the happiest of my life. At least remarry. It's not right to put divorce on a pedestal. Don't you think I've tried to find another husband? My first died, the second abandoned us. I'm a young, healthy woman. I still yearn. No, sometimes I burn. Let's not get into too much detail. I don't sin. I don't have time. Los Angeles is my mission field. I accept the challenge, even though it comes at great cost. I faced prejudice, but held to the truth. I witnessed it, and it grieved me. But you're also a man. There's a difference. 
Dear friends, let me close with this. May our second year on air bring a greater harvest than the first. Everyone is welcome at the corner of Glendale and Park. If you are listening to us from far away, write to us. We want to know you. Until next time, signing off. KFSG Four Square Gospel Radio. At least your prayers remain simple and righteous. That made me proud. Mrs. McPherson, a word. Beware, he does not come as a friend. How can you be so sure? I can handle this. To whom are you speaking? Should I send for smelling salts? I'm fine. My friends call me sister. Do you know who I am, Mrs. McPherson? Everyone knows you, Mr. Mulholland. Or we should every time we turn on our taps. It's an honor, sir. Unlike some people, I don't expect praise or court notoriety. I'm merely an employee of the water department. Are you here for counseling, dear brother? Prayer? Both. For goodness sake, I'm a practicing Catholic. You wouldn't be the first. I'll turn to a priest if I find myself in need of counsel. I was just driving down Glendale, and my car could barely move. you got thousands flocking here. Wonderful, isn't it? What if there's a fire? Your people are blocking the streets. It seems to me that after you put on your show and turn them loose, they'll head to Echo Park. There won't be any room for the ordinary citizens the park was built for. The followers are also citizens. Some, perhaps, but not the right kind of citizen. You've been a concern of mine for some time. I wouldn't have stopped here on the anniversary of your station, but uh, after what I just experienced, I can't remain silent. What may I do for you, Mr. Mulholland? I'm not the only one concerned about you. I said we should wait. I thought this would burn itself out, but it's spreading like a cancer. Like you, I hold a burden for Los Angeles. Don't let him rattle on this way. It's dangerous. Pray. Let us first have a word of prayer. Absolutely not. Then ask him to leave. I won't do that. Are you talking to spirits? I'm in communication with one. <laughs> there are no such things. Yet it's true. This is exactly why I had to come. I hope you hear what I have to say in the spirit in which it was meant. Of course I will. Please, have a seat. I'll stand if you don't mind. Tea? No, no thank, thank you. We're busy people. So let me get straight to the point. You and I, a few others, have been placed in a unique position to shape this city. Our responsibilities are unique and immense. I would argue the Lord had something to do with it. <laughs> oh, you are peculiar. Mr. Mulholland, I take those responsibilities as seriously as you do. Good. Our city has a bright future ahead. That bright future hinges on one thing, embracing modernity. Being modern, rational, technological. Your aqueduct is a marvelous work. I understand you know the measure of every pipe in the system. It's all up here in my head. I forget nothing. That's why I know what's best. Pride goes before. We both want the same thing. A well-run, sin-free municipality where people can raise families in peace and prosperity. A world-class city. You grab this property because of its proximity to Echo Park, I would presume. It is a great benefit to us. Echo Park's a man-made marvel. But engineering alone can't make a great city. It takes great people. What they believe makes the difference. 
We're becoming known as the place for faith healers and spiritualism. That attracts all kinds of riffraff, and riffraff bring decline and destruction. My great fear is that you might unwittingly be pushing L.A. down that path. You see, this is what I was trying to warn against. Hush. Sorry, do go on. Let me speak plainly. I've come to ask for two things. Two things, and you and the city can peacefully coexist. I understand I speak not only for myself, but many others. First, you must stop feeding vagrants. If these people couldn't make their homes successfully in Oklahoma or Nevada, why should Los Angeles feed them? You're asking me to let the people go hungry? They won't go hungry. They'll find a meal somewhere else, preferably in another city. Now, the only thing that can stop his cruelty is spiritual warfare. Pray! Mrs. McPherson, I'm speaking to you. I hear you. You can't feed them all, so it's best to feed none. Who are you to pick winners and losers? It cannot be right. The book says feed my sheep. I have so far, and with grace I'll continue. But if they keep coming, then what? There are limits to what this city can absorb. Stay strong. Our conflict is made clear. I stand firm. With one telephone call, I can have the laws changed and shut down your whole operation. Let me point out to you that I am not without influence. Do you really want to test whose influence is greater? The second thing? Several city leaders are concerned with the number of coloreds in your services. We naturally don't object to the moral uplift of Mexicans and blacks. Get him, sister. That's a relief, because I will never give that up. Never. We're not so different. You may not know that I, too, had humble beginnings. Your motives might be good. I'm sure they are. You seem sincere. But that's not enough. I'm an old man. I know good intentions don't count for as much as you think. Do these two things. Keep your head down. And I'll look the other way. Or? You wouldn't be the first Bible thumper to be brought down by scandal. A single woman can always be compromised in the eyes of the public. You don't have the right to dictate to private citizens. You may have successfully bullied the ranchers in Owens Valley, but if you fight me, you'll fight a higher power. I hope you'd see reason, but so be it. Consider the battle lines drawn. <gasps> oh my goodness, what have I done? There's more trouble where he came from. Let all of this go. I have to keep doing what I think is right. No matter who suffers? No matter that you might lose it all? I don't know what more I can say. The pathways lie before you. You have to choose. May you be victorious in your struggles. Will you come back? My assignment's been completed. Reverend? I am abandoned. I'm fine, Billy. I'm going to walk around the lake before service. If you need me, I'll be at the lotus bed. You want to know a secret? Our missionaries brought the seeds back from China. We planted them in the dead of night to remember my first husband. With no expectation they would grow, but they've thrived. I intend to do the same. You and me, old friend. 
Let's fight for our city! You've been listening to 90026, Echo Park, $10 and a Tambourine, written by Mildred Inez Lewis, directed by Gigi Birmingham, starring Eve Gordon as Amy Semple McPherson, Leonard Earl Howes as William J. Seymour, and Mike McShane as William Mulholland. Production stage manager is Taylor Ann Cullen. Jeff Gardner is our amazing audio producer. He also does our sound design and foley. Our original music is by Ellen Mandel, and our sound editor is Diego Tapia. The Zip Code plays are sponsored in part by the Michael J. Connell Foundation. Antias Theatre Company is an actor-driven ensemble that explores timely and timeless work grounded in our passion for the classics. We believe in the transformative power of live theatre. Bill Brockchup and Kitty Swink are our artistic directors. Anna Rose O'Halloran is our executive director. Nicole Samsel is our hard-working director of operations, with additional production support by Jade Mujayas. For more information about the Zip Code Plays or to support Antias, please visit our website at zipcodeplays.info. While there, check out the original illustrated maps of each of our zip codes created by artist Cynthia Jaquette. You can also visit highlights of each neighborhood in person or virtually by taking the Zip Code Plays tour. In fact, if you enjoyed today's story and want to see where it all took place, the Angelus Temple, built in 1923, is still there at the north end of Echo Park Lake. If you enjoyed this production, leave us a rating or review. It really helps new listeners find us. And if you're looking for more great theater in L.A., check out our colleagues at The Road Theater Company, who have been longtime champions of new work. Introducing socially and or politically relevant voices and thoughts to the American stage. Next up on The Zip Code Plays, we travel to Hollywood Park Racetrack to explore the dreams that drive people to reinvent themselves in 90303, Inglewood. The Vig. Do you know anything about horses anyway? I could learn. I could work here and, and hang out, and maybe my uncle would come by, or I could find someone who knows him. Oh, and then... sweetie. Tell you what my gran used to say. You're a day late and a dollar short. I can learn. Hun, this track is going to be ancient history in just ten short days. We run our last race forever next week. I'm Ramon Diocampo. On behalf of all of us at Antius, Thank you for listening.